You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You said or did something that was so risky and outside of how people know you that a jolt of fear and shame hits you like lightning. You cringe, you moan, you want to deny it, but there's no taking it back. All you can hope for is that other people don't make a big deal about it, but they probably do. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Have you grabbed your copy of my best-selling book, Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash accomplished to access the secrets to achievement and success. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I'm going to ask right off the bat, have you checked out the new FreshBooks? If you haven't, give it a look. I'm incredibly grateful to them for sponsoring the Women Taking the Lead podcast, and I honestly would not be able to continue producing this podcast without the support of my sponsors. Well, it looks like last week's 100% Jody episode left its mark. I got an overwhelming response with visits to the blog post, comments on the blog, the Facebook posts, mentions and tweets, Facebook messages, emails, women joining the private Facebook group, and my email list, etc. Thank you so much for your validation. What I loved was even though those who let me know they didn't express their spirituality the same way I do, they reached out to let me know that the episode made an impact on them. If anything, the response was, yes, be courageous. We love it. I wrote, recorded, edited, and uploaded that episode on July 4th. It's a little ironic that it all happened on the day the U.S. celebrates Independence Day. However, That meant I lived with what was in that episode for nine days before it dropped. I had to manage myself for over a week because although I was excited to be more open and honest about what was true for me, my ego, my inner critic was having a field day with me. I've been through this before and I've coined this experience, the exposure hangover. And here's where the term the exposure hangover comes from. Some of you may be able to relate to this, others may not. But let me take you on a journey to the past. It may have been in college or soon after. You were out for an evening with your friends. You had a drink to kick off the night. You were having such a good time, you weren't paying attention to how many drinks you were having. Everyone was having a good time, and the night was going strong. You had thoughts like, I love my friends. They're the best. And I love my new friends. We just met in the bathroom, but we bonded. Trust is high, and you say things you've never felt so comfortable saying before. There's a vibe of fun and acceptance, so you become a little more daring. At some point in the night, you felt your buzz starting to fade, and so you had another drink. What number drink is this? Who cares? I feel great. Biochemically, there's a lot going on in your body. One thing that is happening is your body has started to release a load of endorphins, which are blocking pain and anxiety causing you to feel great and courageous. The night ends and you go home to sleep it off in your bed, thinking this was the best night ever. And then you wake up the next morning and the sun is peeking through the curtains. Pain shoots through your eyeballs, triggering a headache. 
You're dehydrated and nauseous, and every nerve ending feels exposed. It's all foggy at first, and you're not sure what made you feel like death. Then images and sounds from the night before start to filter through your consciousness. Some of it might be funny at first, and then you remember. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You said or did something that was so risky and outside of how people know you that a jolt of fear and shame hits you like lightning. You cringe, you moan, you want to deny it, but there's no taking it back. All you can hope for is that other people don't make a big deal about it, but they probably do. I don't know about you, but more often than I'd like to admit, my hangover was made all the more painful because I felt vulnerable to being judged, ridiculed, or treated coolly. I'm going to take a moment to take a break from this horrible journey down memory lane we're taking to talk about FreshBooks. This is going to sound cheesy, but another place you might be very vulnerable is with your bookkeeping. If your bookkeeping is not locked down, you might be exposing yourself to incorrectly reporting on your taxes, which can cost you money, either during an audit or you may have missed out on a tax credit or deduction because you didn't have all your expenses recorded. If you ever want to get a loan, bring on a partner, or sell your business, your bookkeeping is also going to play a major role in that transaction. If you have a business, I'm going to tell you this is an area in which you cannot leave yourself exposed and vulnerable without consequences that you will want no part of. If you know you're not doing the best job with your bookkeeping, go to FreshBooks and see if it's the right fit for you. They are offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com forward slash lead and enter women taking the lead in the how did you hear about us section. Now here's what the exposure hangover looks like in your business. If you're a business owner or you're striving for promotions in your career, you've probably had this feeling before. In order to stand out, to be noticed, and ultimately successful, you have to put yourself out there. I've shared this Jen Sincero quote from her book, You Are a Badass at Making Money, in a previous episode, but it bears repeating. You have everything you need right now to start turning your financial reality into something that doesn't make you wake up screaming in the middle of the night. You just have to be willing to do what it takes. And here is what it takes. Agreeing to get really, 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 really uncomfortable over and over again. We've been raised to believe that you have to work hard to make money. And certainly there are times when this is true, but the real secret is you have to take huge, uncomfy risks. You have to do stuff you've never done before to make yourself visible, to acknowledge your own awesomeness, and to risk looking stupid. Now, this could potentially look like speaking up in a meeting or giving our opinion, sharing our values with the people we work with, getting real with a client, telling a personal story while giving a talk or delivering a workshop, or revealing your relationship with God on a podcast. And here's the thing. When you do it, you might be a little nervous, but you know it's the right move. Because it's the right move, you've started boosting yourself up, likely causing your brain to release more endorphins, so your fear gets mixed with some courage. It almost doesn't matter how your words or actions are received. You will likely experience the exposure hangover later. When the endorphins make their way out of your system, the ego kicks in and your inner critic goes insane. It will tell you that you are a fool, an idiot, and have you fearing an enormous backlash. I want you to know if you experience this, it's actually very normal and it shall pass. 
It is not an indication that you did the wrong thing. It's an indication that you did something new and scary and you have removed a layer of what has been limiting you. I tell my clients there is the real you at your core and it's always there ready to be released. However, over the years, you've taken on stories about yourself, other people, and the world that inhibit you. Imagine each story is like a blanket that has been placed over your head, impeding your vision and impeding other people's perception of you. Is it any wonder that you feel so misunderstood and disconnected from other people when you're hiding under so many blankets and they're doing the same? So let's change the perspective of the exposure hangover. Rather than relating to the exposure hangover as a bad thing, let's label that initial inner critic reaction as what happens when you let go of a blanket. You have been relating to that blanket as a security blanket, but you don't need that security blanket. In a short amount of time, you will have adapted to no longer having that blanket over you. You will feel lighter, your vision will be clearer, and you will feel closer to the people around you. Unlike a real hangover, greasy food will not make you feel better, but perhaps hydrating and sitting still for a while to integrate or allow the feelings to slowly move through you will have you feeling better in no time. If you know you need to be more visible and more vulnerable to start gaining more success and you don't feel like going it alone, check out the work with me page on womentakingthelead.com. There are all sorts of ways to work with me that don't necessarily involve a long-term private coaching package. We can find a way to work together in a way that feels right for you. And here's where I'm going to talk about Alt-MBA, which I'm a huge fan of. This is Seth Godin's program for leaders and managers. If you are looking to step up, to be more visible and effective, and to be surrounded by others just like yourself, the Alt-MBA is for you. What I love about this program is the structure and the accountability. I've done many programs in the past where I flew under the radar, allowed myself to get distracted, and then I didn't feel like I got my money's worth. Is it challenging? Yes, but our friends at Seth Godin's Alt-MBA believe that the rewards are worth it. And if you ask any of their alumni, while most online courses barely approach a 7% completion rate, the Alt-MBA has an astonishing 96% completion rate. Their alumni say they do it again in a heartbeat. They are now accepting applications for their upcoming sessions. And to find out more, visit altmba.com forward slash women taking the lead. And for special consideration, you can mention this podcast in their application and tell them Jody Flynn sent you. Thank you all so, so much for joining me. And here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. 
Again, thank you for joining me and here's to your success.